Geekiverse, I give you what everybody wants, what everybody needs. I give you the gift of Bruner 1.0. Drink it in, man! What's up, Geekiverse? It's your boy, Bruner 1.0. I don't know why I'm your boy, but tonight, or today, or this morning... Whatever time you happen to be listening to this, I am your boy, and you can deal with that, because that's how this is going to roll. <laughs> uh, so, I promised I would record with the new H4N Zoom that I'm getting, because I'm trying to be fancy, and get all the cool equipment, and be one of the cool kids with the podcast, and I watched SmackDown, and I can't wait to talk about it. So, Amazon, you're slacking, UPS. Whoever's delivering it, you didn't get it here before 7 a.m., which is when I'm recording this. That's on you. All right? All right? So, we're going to talk about SmackDown real quick. It's only a two-hour show, so we should be able to breeze right through it because, obviously, there wasn't a lot. It wasn't a bad show, but there wasn't a lot of uh, meat. There wasn't a lot of substance, at least for me. So, let's talk about it real quick. We start with the women. Shocker. Normally, WWE does not like to start with the women's wrestling uh, as their go-to for, hey, this is what we got for you tonight. So it's kind of interesting that that's the way they went, but I like it. I'm a fan. However, the fact that they went with the, rest- the women's wrestling doesn't mean that it was a good segment. Uh, they have Becky Lynch come out. Daniel Bryan's got the title out there. Becky Lynch comes out and starts talking about how much it would mean to her. Natalia, she's got to interrupt because that's Natalia. She says some stupid stuff, you know. How she's the uh, the queen, or whatever her little stupid mantra is these days. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes out. She calls Daniel Bryan a Bella Trophy husband. Alexa Bliss, you win. You win. That was the insult of the night, in my opinion. So, nice job to Alexa Bliss. Um, and then Carmella calls Bliss Polly Pocket. I didn't quite get that one. It was kind of funny that... Uh, Alexa Bliss's mic didn't work at first, and Becky Lynch just kept going, can't hear you. Can't hear you. It's that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ad-libbing. It's, that's one word. What's the actual word I'm looking for when you, when you do something off the, off the cuff? Uh, improv. There you go, Bruner, you moron. You stupid idiot. <laughs> Great improv there by Becky Lynch. I thought the segment was stupid because then uh, Naomi and... Uh, Nikki Bella come out and they kind of save the day, but it, it was just kind of meh, not a great segment for the women to be talking. They, I mean, if you're going to talk, you got to have some substance. They, there was nothing, there was nothing that didn't feel planned. And that's part of the problem with wrestling is if it feels planned, I can't, it's hard for me to get behind it. I wanted to feel real. Like when the Miz was insulting Daniel Bryan, you know, that felt real. I was like, Oh snap. That's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty legit. So Great segment, could have been better, but overall, not too bad. Uh, the Miz and Apollo Crews, a rematch from SummerSlam. I still don't get why Apollo Crews is losing all the time. I mean, I get it, the Miz is the champion, he's got to look a little strong. But, uh, you know, why is Apollo Crews losing to the Miz every single time? Apollo Crews is a beast. He's a big dude. And he should be dominating the Miz. 
who was just kind of meh. I mean, he's, you know, Miz is pretty jacked, but he's not Apollo Crews jacked. So that realistic factor is kind of lost when these two face each other. Uh, That being said, Dolph Ziggler, who will face The Miz at Backlash this Sunday, was on commentary, and the dude's money. The dude is money. He goes, uh, hey, uh, sorry that you guys have to read these scripts in front of you. He's calling out the scripts. I love it. Realistic. He's just being humorous. He's got great improv, the word I just learned because I remembered it in my own head. Dolph Ziggler on the mic is great every single time. I'm, I'm really getting behind the, the new character he's kind of developing. So I'm, I'm thankful that he is going to face The Miz at Backlash. Although I do think that uh, he's going to lose <laughs> because they keep pushing The Miz. Like The Miz is the next best thing since sliced bread. I don't get it. But whatever. It was a pretty solid match between Miz and Cruz. Um, Dolph Ziggler on the mic was money. Uh, not a terrible segment, not a great segment, but pretty solid. That's kind of the theme of this SmackDown Live. Pretty solid. Uh, What's-his-face came out? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt comes out, and he says he is a god, and he's the new Predator, not Randy Orton, who pretends he's the Apex Predator. Uh, Meh. It's typical Bray Wyatt. I like it. I love Bray Wyatt. My problem with it is I can't take any of it seriously because the dude never wins. He's such a great talent on the mic, in the ring, uh, just as the face of fear, quote unquote, and it just didn't, it's never going to work unless the dude starts winning. You got to give the guy some substance. Bray Wyatt has been in the company for two, three, four, five years. I don't know, a while. And he simply hasn't won anything. He should have beat the undertaker. I'm sorry, but if you're, he already lost the streak at that point, let him beat the undertaker. He should have won a title by now, whether it be the intercontinental or the tag team titles, something. Bray Wyatt has not won jack squat. The Undertaker was legitimized pretty quickly when he started winning right off the bat. He won the title pretty quickly, I believe. I might be wrong on my WWE history here, but The Undertaker was a dominant force from day one. Bray Wyatt was a dominant force, and then he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania. And then he lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh, I think he beat Roman Reigns once. Clean. I think that's it. It, I, I, it's hard for me to take Bray Wyatt seriously. Uh, I thought his promo was great, but it's just uh, the two aren't meshing because Bray Wyatt's been nothing for so long. Uh, Randy Orton told a great rebuttal story about the snake and why the snake sits and waits patiently and then he strikes because he doesn't get the rabbit and the man. A man was hunting a rabbit. He, the snake who goes, I can get both of them. The Viper, Randy Orton, he's going to wait patiently. He's going to strike when he needs to. Uh, I'm looking forward to this match at Backlash. I'm hoping there's something legitimate that comes of it. Not like the lights go out and then uh, you know Luke Harper comes back, which I'm kind of anticipating. I'm anticipating that Luke Harper will make his return at Backlash. We'll see. Get a little Wyatt family reunion because Eric Rowan hasn't done jack squat for a while now. So we'll see what happens there. But I think the match should be good, um, especially since we do have confirmed that Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar will face each other again at a Chicago live event, I think it is. We'll see what happens there. Anyway, backlash, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt should be fun and interesting, if nothing else. Uh, We go back to the women. Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi versus Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella. 3v3, six women tag. 
nothing terrible, nothing great. It's just, eh. Uh, it, it's frustrating when <laughs> they have a sequence planned out to end the match and something just goes wrong. People miss their moves. Uh, it happens all the time on SmackDown, I feel like. I'm sure it happens on Raw, too, but it just feels different. Maybe because Raw has been the upper echelon show for so long. Like, if something happens here, I'm like, ah, they'll make it back. And they usually do. When it happens on SmackDown, I'm like, yep, you're still the B-plus show. You're still the B-show. You're still, you know, baby brother to Raw. Uh, that being said, it was a great match. Nothing terrible happened. Alexa Bliss missed her little uh, backflip knees to the gut on Nikki Bella. Carmella locks in her leg leg finisher. Uh, what's it called? Oh, I'm struggling with the words this morning, folks. I've only had one cup of coffee, and it wasn't Timmy Hose. So this is a little bit rough. Code of silence. It was the code of silence, I believe. Or is it the cone? Is it the cone or the code? Cone. Cone of silence makes me think of the movie Up with the dog who has the cone of silence. Anyway, uh, Carmella, she's doing great. Uh, I don't think she's going to win the title at Backlash, but she's got a lot of momentum going into this uh, six-pack elimination challenge. We'll see what happens. I, I'm going to pick Becky Lynch because I think they're going to get behind her as the number one overall pick in the women's side for SmackDown. So we'll see. I think Becky Lynch needs to have a title. She hasn't had a title in NXT. She never got the title on Raw or SmackDown, the women's title, the Divas title, whatever it was called at the time. And now it's like, give her the title. Make her legitimate. She's the last kicker. Give her the title. Becky Lynch. She deserves it. If you give it to Nikki Bella, I swear. I'm so sick of Nikki Bella winning. (laughs) Sorry. I'm a little grumpy too. Only one cup of coffee. Got to go for more. Uh, Tag team tournament. This one's strange. Very strange in both matches. The Usos, two-time tag team champions, taking on American Alpha, the new hot tag team that's taken over. American Alpha and the Usos, they shake hands before the match. Then the Usos attack American Alpha as soon as the bell rings. American Alpha wins in like 10 seconds. Why are you making the Usos look like punks? Have have it be a good match, and then you can be like, whoa, American Alpha is legitimized as a great tag team because they stood toe-to-toe with the Usos in a hard-fought battle, and they won. You had them go over in like 10 seconds, and then you had an injury angle where the Usos attack Chad Gable's knee. They do some weird dive thing on the other leg, so I don't know which leg is exactly hurt because it just didn't correlate. But it doesn't make sense to me that you have the Usos turn heel because they cut a promo on Renee Young on uh, Talking Smack or whatever the crap that is. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so angry. I love this. I love wrestling, guys. I promise. Uh, <laughs> the Usos cut a promo. They're heel now. American Alpha uh, goes over quickly, but now Chad Gable supposedly injured. Now, what's interesting about that is the Hype Bros faced Heath Slater and Rhino in the other semifinal match. Heath Slater and Rhino actually win Surprisingly, because Rhino carried Heath Slater, that's kind of the uh, little angle they're going with here. Is Rhino's the meat, and Heath Slater's just the dummy who goes out and gets beat up for a minute. Uh, <laughs> and then Heath Slater goes out and hugs his family, who's there's like 18 kids in the front row. It was pretty funny. I like it. But this is setting up a Chad Gable injury 
at Backlash that's going to let Heath Slater and Rhino win the titles, and I'm not for that. You need to make legitimate champions on SmackDown Live. Do not give it to Heath Slater and Rhino as a uh, funny character development situation when it's your first tag team champions ever. Ever. Like in the history books. I know Finn Balor lost or had to relinquish, sorry, the Universal Championship. But he's still in the history books, the first Universal Champion of all time. You're going to have Heath Slater and Rhino be your first tag team champions of all time? If this is some political crap, because Rhino is running for a, I believe it's a district seat on the east side of Michigan, and you're just trying to make him get some votes or something, I'm going to be upset. The dude shouldn't be wrestling if he's worried about his political career that much. He should be out campaigning for votes. Don't give him the tag team titles strictly because you're trying to make this interesting for Heath Slater and Rhino. Here's what you do. You give it to American Alpha. They win. They overcome the Chad Gable injury. They win. They go, hey, listen. Great match. Shake hands. We're the face tag team that runs the place. But <laughs> And they go to Daniel Bryan. They go to Shane McMahon. They say, hey, listen. Give that guy a contract. Because that's the shtick. If Heath Slater wins the titles, he gets a SmackDown Live contract. He has to be on contract. He's got the freaking titles, right? No. Just have American Alpha win it and say, hey, give the good guy a contract. He's solid. We like what he does. He's a good dude. That's what I hope happens. We'll see what happens at Backlash. But I'm going to be upset if they just happen to give it to uh, Heath Slater and Rhino for whatever reason. It doesn't make any sense to just develop a character, quote-unquote, with that move. Uh, Fandango, he came out and cut some weird promo with some weird-looking dude, or dude, weird-looking lady. Um, I didn't get it. They danced awkwardly. The lady said, you can't handle the truth, and her hips are the truth. Shakira, Shakira, her hips don't lie. Kane comes out, chokeslams him. The end. Moving on, because that was completely stupid. Uh... AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose. Uh, <clears throat> it's so hard to, to figure out what's going on here. Dean Ambrose is like the goofy comedic champion. That doesn't happen very often. I'm not sure I understand it. This is what he's always done. When he was facing Seth Rollins, he had that briefcase that exploded the green mist. He had the mustard and ketchup situation with, I think it was Randy Orton, where he had the uh, hot dog cart. Like, I understand that that's kind of his character, but like he's the champ. He shouldn't be doing this weird comedic crap where he has AJ Styles sitting on the top rope. He crotched him and then he shook his hand and bounced. Yeah, I mean, it was funny and I liked it last week, but now it's like it's almost going too much. So he pours a bunch of sugar in his coffee. He hands it to the dude and he goes, this is how you drink it with a bunch of sugar. It's like, what, what are you adding there? Some woman was doing his hair and he sprayed the, the hairspray and what are you, what are you adding there? Meanwhile, AJ Styles is proving that he's a heel. He's going. He's on Renee Young's talking smack, and they show him the uh, the the crotch segment. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> the top rope incident, we'll call it. Um, and he gets mad, and he says, "Hey, you guy off camera, WWE worker, did you give that video to her?" And he just kind of nods his head, and he goes, "I'm gonna break this headset." And when I do that, I'm going to blame it on you and you're going to get fired. And then he's backstage and he sees some dude with a phone. Did you just take a picture of me? He takes his phone and smashes it. So, like, 
AJ Styles is a true heel. He comes out. Dean Ambrose comes out. And Dean Ambrose hands him a bowling trophy. One that he just got for participation. And he goes, this is the only trophy you're getting. Finally, a promo that makes sense. I love it. It's great. And then AJ Styles points to his armband that says, never give up. He goes, this is my trophy for beating John Cena. I love it. It all makes sense. It's great. And then, because you got to make this heel versus face, heel versus face, heel versus face. Old school wrestling. AJ Styles kicks him right in the jewels. Right in the boy parts. Just right, right between the legs. And that's how SmackDown goes off the air. I love it. Old school. Just kick him right where it hurts. And say, I'm AJ Styles. And I'm going to prove to you I'm better than you. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Finally, Dean Ambrose looks like not just a cocky champion, but he looks like the guy who might lose because AJ Styles beat John Cena. And Dean Ambrose, you ain't no John Cena. And AJ Styles actually said that. I love it. We're admitting that Dean Ambrose does not have the resume of one John Cena. And if AJ Styles beat John Cena, in theory, AJ Styles should have a cakewalk with Dean Ambrose. Will that be the case? I hope not. I think you got to let Ambrose carry the title a little bit longer. Uh, hopefully for a lot longer. Hopefully until John Cena is ready to come back and then you get that uh, feud going. John Cena, Dean Ambrose, John Cena going for number 16. I think it's great. So, here's where we're at. We've got Backlash on Sunday. It's Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles for the WWE World Championship. You've got the six-pack women's championship uh, title match, whatever, elimination title. Uh, you've got the tag team finals. You've probably got some Kane action in there somewhere. Kane will probably face Baron Corbin because those two had a little stare-off. Uh, the Miz versus Ziggler for the IC title. And that's, what, five or six matches? I don't know if there's anything else. I don't know if we've confirmed. I'm going to Google. I'm Googling right now. If you hear the keyboard typing, that's me Googling. This is called not being prepared, ladies and gentlemen. Not being prepared. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. So it's a good thing I Googled. It says, WWE Backlash to crown new champions, Chad Gable is actually injured. Like, that was a legit thing. Or, uh, hmm. Hmm. So this changes the podcast a little bit. Let's see if this is true. American American Alpha was pulled from the match, and he'll be out two to four weeks because of his injury. So Hype Bros will face the Usos, the two semifinalists that lost. The winner of that will face Slade and Rhino later in the night. So Usos versus Hype Bros. I think the Usos will win. And then Usos versus Slater and Rhino. You got to give it to... Uh, I want to say Slater and Rhino at this point. Because that's... Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about that one. That's different. Well, hopefully we get some resolution out of that one. Because I'm not a fan of what just happened there. I didn't think he was legitimately injured. Maybe he's not. Maybe this is all at work. We'll find out. Anyway... Backlash. It should only be three hours. It starts at eight. 
instead of the typical seven, which every other stinking pay-per-view seems to start at. So it should be like a, a three-hour long Raw. You know, it's going to be rather quick, hopefully. Um, it should be exciting. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have that new recorder Monday morning. We're going to record the new, not the new, this is old. I've done this like four times already. I'm a freaking season pro. I'm the gift of Bruner. Drink it in, man. Sorry, I had to go into it all over again. Uh, we'll have the new recorder. We're going to try and set it up and see if we can start recording legitimate sounding podcasts. Not that this isn't legitimate, but I always like to think that uh, we're the professionals here at the Geekiverse. On Monday morning, we'll have our backlash reaction. We'll kind of uh, set the scene for what's going on on SmackDown anyway. And moving forward, we'll see what happens there. And then Tuesday morning, we've got Raw. And then Wednesday morning, we've got SmackDown again. We're just wrestling fools here on the Geekiverse. And by we, I mean me, because I'm the only idiot talking about this right now. Uh, So SmackDown Live, I give it a solid B-. The women's segments were good, not great. The tag team stuff was uh, good. I was entertained, but it was kind of questionable about what happened. And then you get uh, the IC title match, which I'm actually looking forward to. I haven't said that in a while about The Miz. And then you get the World Heavyweight title, which I'm really excited about. So B minus. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Uh, Baro Ranolo accidentally saying Joe Lewis instead of Joe Frazier and then laughing his butt off about his own mistake. Priceless. I loved it. Morrow, you need to mess up more often and then laugh at yourself because Michael Cole will mess up and he won't even admit it. I love you, Morrow. If you were my father, I'd be a better man. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Anyway, uh, we want to remind you, if you go to thegeekiverse.com, you can find our Facebook page. You can find our Twitter page. You can find our Instagram page. You can find our Snapchat. I'm not sure if anyone's ever Snapchatted from that account, but I know that Josiah likes to take hairy chest selfies. So, if you like that kind of stuff, you're going to go to thegeekiverse.com. We've got a merch store. There's tons of merch on the merch store. And by tons, I mean tons. Multiple shirts. I'm stalling for time because I can't load this stupid website fast enough. My computer's slow. I've got Final Cut Pro in the background trying to do things right now, and it's not working, and I'm going to start crying soon. <laughs> I'm trying to edit the Bruner versus Booner, and it's just not – it's taking forever. It's a pain in my butt. I'm sorry. We've got the new Baggins Gamgee shirt, the iRebel shirt, Gotta Catch em All shirt, straight out of Arkham. Well, that's actually legit. I like the straight out of Arkham. Hmm. There's tons of shirts on there. Geek on Fleek. That's awesome. I love it. So we've got all that. Geekiverse.com. You kick the you click. You click the Geek Swag online merch store. All that stuff's there. And if you don't want to buy our stuff, because you know, maybe that's not your style, you go to our website anyway. You click Amazon. And then you buy the stuff you're already gonna buy. And then it helps us out. It takes time, it takes money, it takes effort to do this stuff. Not for me, because I'm the money. I have it all. But for these other stupid idiots. They need money. They're not smart. I just call them stupid idiots because that's what they are. So you go to the Amazon site. You click our little link. You buy the stuff you're already buying. It helps us out in the long run. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We're going to go to bed because I've been up way too long watching wrestling, playing Madden, watching Netflix. I have no life. Please help me. I'm sorry. This is going way too long. All right. I don't know if this is funny or stupid. I'm going to end it right here. 
Bruner 1.0. That's your SmackDown Live reaction. We'll see you Monday morning. I keep saying we'll see you. We're not going to see you. This isn't video, Bruner. You're stupid and you fail at life. I love you all. Geekiverse. Geek. Out.